This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. You're listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Glee After Show. <laughs> and there it is. I know. They're just trying to make me cry here. So I mean, hard. all of you Gleeks out there, you know why this song is just devastating tonight. I was trying to start out the show with a smile on my face, <laughs> and it's just <laughs> truly just not working. <laughs> but we are on episode four of season four of Glee, um, aptly titled The Breakup. And Bing is for doing, and we're here doing another Glee after show for you. We're barely holding it together in studio, though. Let's be honest. Yes, we, we pulled ourselves together to do this after show. So I think I must have told Marissa here, by the way. I'm Stephanie, and I'm yeah, joined and by the lovely Marissa. Yes, hello, everyone. Marissa back. Yes, um, and we are just too devastated to even introduce ourselves. Um, <laughs> We're just so emotional right So now. emotional. I think I said to you probably 50 times during that episode, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. Um, but there were a couple moments where if you have a heart, you probably did cry. <laughs> yeah. um, I was crying. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. Hopefully I kept it together. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Darren Chris's version of Teenage Dream. I just knew I was in for it once that happened. I, I just couldn't. Mm, yeah. Couldn't handle it at all. Um, mm. But as we mentioned, this episode is called The Breakup. We saw three for sure breakups I want to say and two potential big fight possible breakups we'll get into all of that for you we'll break it down (laughs) Um, and uh, let's start off with Finn and Rachel who for me obviously I mentioned it every week I'm a huge Finchel fan and they killed me tonight Yes, uh, I think every Finchel fan out there is like still screaming at the screen right now. (laughs) Uh, But it was nice to see Finn back. Yeah, I mean, for a full episode. Exactly. And we kind of got that momentary taste of him last week. Um, He came in for the last scene. And it was hard to watch him um, 
last week because you weren't sure where their relationship was going to stand and was he just going to run off again because he saw Rachel with Brody. But in fact, we see at the beginning of the episode, it looks like they're going to do okay. Like they slept in the same bed. Rachel says, oh, we didn't do anything. But like they started off happy and Rachel was, you know, happy as a clown to see Finn finally back in her life without any, you know, contact for him for, for four months. And Rachel, you know, she's over in the room to see him. And we think, you know, they start off really happy. So we think it's going to go okay. <laughs> yeah. We soon learn, though, that Rachel, you know, is very understanding that Finn tried to be in the army and we see that horrible flashback of him at boot camp and oh it's on right now it's on we're uh yeah well for those who are listening it the very scene is on right now exactly and he um you know kind of fails in boot camp and he's like i'm used to being insulted but he um calls his gun rachel and shoots himself with (laughs) rachel which i'm sure there's some irony in that but if tweet at us if you I'm understand. Not, I'm not sure if he called it Rachel. I think he meant rifle. I think he probably said he was claiming his rifle. I think he said he was nicknaming. Oh, he, there was okay. a nickname for it and he was like, I named it Rachel. If I'm incorrect <laughs> okay. about that, let me know. Okay. Um, I, I, I could be incorrect too. Um, so. But absolutely Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So he um, he's like holding it. He injures his leg and he's discharged from the army. So he has to figure out a new idea. This is what he thought he was going to do after graduation. And I think we've all been there where mm-hmm. maybe it's not exactly how it works, you know? Yeah, because I think in, in high school, you always have these ideas of grandeur. And then once you finally get out, and the same goes with college, too. And when you finally get out into the real world, it's completely different. Absolutely. Um, And it's tough to watch him struggle, but Rachel's very supportive of this. And she's like, we're going to find you a new dream. Come to New York. Live with Kurt and I. We'll figure it all out. Um, And I thought that that was actually a really sweet moment between them. Yeah, and I I liked it, and I would have loved to see, you know, Finn move in with them and add more to that Kurt and Rachel dynamic that's going on in New York. And I love that Rachel really wanted Finn to be in her life, to tell him to stay and live with them, you know, and just start a whole new life again in New York with her. Yeah, and I have to say that I did call it. um, I said there will be an awkward moment because if you have Kurt and Rachel living together and Finn comes back you're going to have this weird moment and Kurt's like I'm putting in my headphones just in case <laughs> and uh, of course nothing did happen between them but um, kind of loved that light moment before we went so so dark and deep and ugly in this episode yes this this episode so many emotional upheavals and oh it's just crazy <laughs> yeah um, I really really wanted one couple to survive I don't know if I was alone in that I I wanted a couple who who could be you know everybody's falling apart 
but let's have Santana and Brittany yes, survive. one <laughs> solid couple that stays together. So it wouldn't necessarily be all just breakups. Exactly. And there were some amazing songs in this episode as well, and we'll get into those. But the most heartbreaking part of the Rachel and Finn breakup, yeah, it was sad when I felt when she admitted to him that she had, in fact, kissed Brody, but, and he was blaming himself. But that end the ending scene between them the last between the two of them on the stage at mckinley oh goodness so hard and another thing i i have to point out maybe it's just me being a film major but the blacking in that scene they're like literally far spread apart on the stage and you can just tell there's a huge rift distance between these two i completely noticed the same thing i just you knew what was going to happen mm-hmm. and all in black it's very unglee it it felt very um no color yeah glee is very bright typically and the costumes are all bright and this final scene where they in fact sing the scientist um yeah i feel so like dark. the darkness of new york came back to mckinley high yeah, because we definitely saw the contrast in that at the beginning of the show where it was like Vogue and it was white and, mm-hmm. inter- you know, and kind of chic and all those things that New York is. Um, but by the end, you kind of felt like it was mixing between and all the um, people who had graduated were coming back. Um, but that moment where I was trying to look on my notes here, where Rachel says to Finn, she's so angry at him, and Finn is obviously so jealous of Brody. And I think every te- every girl who you know remembers her teenage years can relate to this. That first love, yes. and she was talking about that you were the first girl who ever loved me, who made me feel loved and uh, and sexy and all that. It's just <sighs> yeah, and I was just like, oh. Can- everyone just relate to that that first love totally so that made me cry just thinking about that and that line um you were my first love when she's speaking to finn you were my first love and i want you to be my last love and oh that that just can you just say like notebook titanic like (laughs) all of those things flash romantic movie that it just ends yeah and if you if you couldn't even you know, think about those things and start crying. They did flashbacks. Yes, they did. <laughs> so that you would for sure start crying and think, look back at all these couples and all the sweet moments of glee. Yeah, and I yelled at the screen. You were right there with me. I'm like, oh no, they are not doing this right now. I covered my eyes. I couldn't, I, you saw I me. Was I I literally <laughs> was just like down in my chair, like, please don't make me watch this anymore. I can't handle it. I was watching and I lost it. Um, you know, it's okay. I think we're all there a bit. Um, but, okay, so do we think that, that we'll see Finchel again by the end of the season? I, I think it's going to take them a while to yeah, to I, get back together. They're but. definitely not getting back together anytime soon. I think it's definitely because they are the first love. They're always going to have those feelings for each other. And I just think something down the road is going to, you know, rekindle the fire and just something's going to brew and yeah. like just, you know, spark spark it again and hopefully they might get back together. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of in the parallel storyline. We had um, 
Blaine and Kurt. And it's interesting because it was kind of the opposite in opposites in the relationship, if you will. Rachel um, wanted Finn back so badly and Kurt was kind of moving away from the relationship where Blaine wanted to, in fact, stay in that relationship. And he was so he's so in love with um, Kurt. It, it was that was another one. It's I'm, a twist. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that the Blaine and Kurt, they, they threw a twist into the relationship, which I didn't really thought was going to happen, which added to their breakup. Yeah, I was I was shocked when that that was a big revelation that he um, that Blaine, in fact, cheated on Kurt or. Yeah, it's hard. Really, don't know. It, well, he I, said I he say he had a hookup. Yeah, I say I say cheated. I don't. Yeah, it's it depends on your definition, I guess, of cheated. Yeah. Um, definitely emotionally cheating, if if you believe that. Um, not sure. Yeah, exactly. W- depends on your definition, I guess. Um, but I love them as a couple, and yeah, I, I love Kurt and Blaine. And they're, they're so cute together. I t- <laughs> to see them. Just because yeah. they start off somewhat happy in New York, you know, they're together again, and but you can all already tell that there's. Well, I mean, I think it was so clear when you had the split screen, and Kurt is at Vogue, and he'll take every other phone call, and gossip is more important to him than um, talking to his boyfriend. You know that that relationship is in a rocky, rocky place. Yes, and you can see Blaine just, like, already irritated over the phone, and Kurt's just, like, mining to his own life, his new life that and, at Vogue. And in some ways, that's completely understandable. I, You're moving on, you're in... I guess he's, you know, at Vogue, he's not in college, but... Um, and he's trying to figure out his life out, but still... T- just I think especially the way I have to say that Darren Chris plays it is so devastating and and hard to watch and, and real and real yeah I mean because sometimes Glee can be really big and and funny and and unrealistic and I felt like tonight all the characters um did a great job of bringing in that reality and and it didn't feel over overacted or too big. It felt like what you would be like in these sorts of difficult breakups. Yeah, and I I believe it's like real and genuine, and to to know what that feels like when someone else is pulling away from you, it's just heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely is. Um, and they kind of, um, you know, it's interesting because, uh. Kurt is so angry when he finds out that there was this I'll call it cheating again that um, Blaine's character cheated and Blaine will do anything to get him back Uh, I mean sends him flowers and you know that that relationship is done it's literally in the trash can when he tosses that note Kurt throws the note into the garbage and and you're just like, oh, oh no, oh no, yeah, he does not have a chance of uh, getting this nope. back together. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, I know. Goodness. I can't believe we're only on breakup number two, <laughs> two. But you have to let us know what you think of all these breakups. Um, you can go on iTunes and comment on our page, and it lets us know what you like dislike whatever about our show and um 
hopefully we love reading your comments there's always good stuff that yes. you have to say and add and you know all the details you're such gleeks so it's fun to you tell know. us how you feel about the breakups about Finchel, about everyone yeah i mean there's what are your takes on it i mean we were crying here in the studio <laughs> yeah did you think there were too many breakups were you over it we want to know yeah <laughs> yeah um you read all the comments exactly we're super into it um so, should we move on to another breakup? Can we handle it? I can just keep doing it. <laughs> Lay it on me. Here we go. All right. So, we're going to go Santana and Brittany. Okay. <laughs> and this one was a hard one for me to watch, I know, because... It's so hard for me. It's one of those breakups where it's not clear. It's it's It has rough edges and... Sh- you know, and you think this is another couple that they did such a great job in this episode of starting on a high point. Mm-hmm. All these relationships seem like it was they were going to be okay if you didn't pay attention to the episode <laughs> title. Um, and everyone was like, "Oh, it's okay. They're doing well." And she's coming back, and because um, Santana talks about that she comes back to town um, to do her laundry and see Brittany. And you're like, Oh, that's kind of sweet. Cause you do. And so true. I mean, anyone in college, <laughs> you, know, yes, you can't afford to do one. <laughs> I still hoard, hoard quarters. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just like, uh. uh, it's such a pain. And so it was like this perfect reason for her to be back. And she also didn't move to New York yet. No, um, uh, I think that that could be in the cards. I'll save that for predictions, but, um, <laughs> And is in college, so that's she's a cheerleader in college, and I hope we get to see a little bit of her college life too. We, I mean, yeah, and we did see a glimpse of, yeah. of Santana at her college, just a minor glimpse. Oh, but she's another one who I wouldn't call hers cheating. Hers is just being interested in, you know, her hers new was life. Very. Straightforward and honest. Yeah, it was just like I was, you know, I think in the library in the coffee shop. Um, looking, you know, I noticed another girl, and and I don't know how to feel about that. And I thought that that was actually a really, you know, again hard to watch, but sweet, true moment in for Glee. It was, and I love the fact that Santana just like told her straight up what happened, and she didn't sugarcoat it or be like, oh, trying to twist it another way, like, oh, it, we did the. We did do this, but it it wasn't as bad as you think. You know, it was just like really straightforward. Yeah, and it was like this was when I first started crying in the episode, like this breakup. Yeah, I mean, it was that was one of those breakups where, like, with Finchel and with Kurt and Blaine, you saw the writing on the wall, and for mm-hmm. the weeks to come. But this is our first look at Santana this season, truly, and so. I don't think any of us could have anticipated what was going to happen. I I honestly didn't think that they were going to break up. I yeah. thought this I thought this was going to be the one couple that was going to endure everything and not break up <laughs> in this episode out of all of them. I I know and I mean Let's be honest, I was hoping for a Finchel save at the last second. I, my, in my heart of hearts. Psych. Yeah, but we, uh, we knew that wasn't happening. No. I mean, anyone who's a big follower of Glee knows that this was going to happen sooner rather than later. Um, and yet, and like you said, there, there was a buildup because we've seen more of Rachel and Finn and Kurt and Blaine, their relationship where that's happened. We haven't really touched on Santana. 
mm-hmm. and she's finally actually in this episode. Yeah, and I'm excited to get more of the characters back. We're still missing Quinn and yes, we are. Mercedes, Mercedes and Puck. Yeah, Puck and mm-hmm. Mike. Mike, so we, you know, they're slowly getting them back, slowly getting them all back, and they're also starting to trickle back into McKinley, yes. which is an interesting thing because you kind of assume that there was going to be a relatively clear split between New York and McKinley, and you're seeing all these characters come back, and I think we're going to see more of that. Um, but I think it's fitting that they were all back at McKinley in the end because that's where all their relationships started. So that's where all their relationships should end. In a perfect world, yes. The bookends <laughs> book of the relationship, yes. absolutely. Um, I know, but with Santana and Brittany, I hope that Brittany can focus on school. I hope it doesn't send her even more into a tailspin. Mm-hmm. Because I I fear with her that that kind of thing, like any other teenager, can really throw you off course. And she needs to focus on school. She's failing out. Yeah, and Brittany mentioned that Santana left her. And I just kept thinking, I was like, well, if Brittany had graduated when she was supposed to, they, you know, Santana wouldn't have left her. Yeah. Yeah. That seemed to be a big theme in this episode, though, of relationships, um, how much... You know, there was love between all of these characters in a lot of ways, but love wasn't enough. Um, if we look at um, Finchel, it was, they clearly love each other. I mean, in that final scene, there's a lot of love between them, mm-hmm. but it it didn't work. They, you know, Rachel's ambitions got in the way. Then you have Blaine and Kurt, who Kurt discovers this new career. Once again, it's he's putting career over the relationship. And Santana and Brittany, it just seems like she wants to be in college and she doesn't need a high school girlfriend holding her back anymore. And I think that that's... Yeah. It's sad that... Because it's not like any of them did something. It, some some breakups are explosive. And these were all like, we love each other, it's just not enough. Yeah, and it's just a slow... You know, falling apart on everyone's end. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then, um, you know, another devastating breakup. Uh. <laughs> well, I don't know if we can call it, it a breakup. It's, it's it's a potential breakup. It like planted the seed for something bigger that could happen. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's going to be... We're, of course, talking about, <laughs> we should say, Will oh, and Emma. Emma. Um, and I feel like that is a relationship that... Yeah, it's the writing on the wall. It's um, could play out all season, and I hope it ends well for them because they had that big, adorable in the water, the engagement, and yes. just like the, he, he, one of the biggest numbers I think Glee has done. Um, and I want that's another couple. I'm clearly a cheerleader for all these couples. <laughs> like, have you noticed that I don't want yes. anyone to break up? No, I, we want everyone to be together and happy. Yes, and <laughs> I know perfect that perfect world that would happen. Cannot I know that can't happen in Glee World because there would be no show without drama. No. But yes, I'm a huge fan of all these characters. So um with Emma and um and Will, I she it's the same thing though it's not that there's really a problem between them it's that his ambition to go do this arts funding in dc 
is more important to him than the relationship and you see him kind of choosing that over Emma. Emma. Yeah, and you know, yes they are engaged. We never saw them get married. Mm-hmm. Although because you know, Will wanted to move up the wedding to May and and you know, I predicted that wasn't going to happen and it didn't happen. Yeah. So, uh yeah, they're they're still not married. And I yeah, like you said, his ambitions, the red ribbon? No, 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 blue blue, blue, blue ribbon. ribbon. Red ribbon. Blue, yeah, blue ribbon. <laughs> blue ribbon. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> One of those colors. Uh yeah, it's just Will wants to move in. I feel that maybe cuz the the whole glee uh the, the glee members that were the original glee members aren't together again. Like the family kind of broke up, so maybe he kind of feels like he has to move on too. No, I completely agree with you. I feel like he's looking for something, that this new Glee Club isn't enough for him, and he's searching for something more, and we kind of saw that in the last few episodes, and it's going to be interesting to see if he does, in fact, go to D.C., and will that bring him some other joy that he's not finding? I feel like Will, like, Phil, we've seen Will throughout all the seasons that I don't think Will feels complete as a person because he wanted to do Broadway he wanted to leave and do a show but McKinley was there and he settled with McKinley but I feel like he's always someone who's searching for something greater yeah it's I think that and you see that oftentimes with artists who aren't maybe as successful as they initially dreamed kind of what we were talking about earlier in the show with you know in high school and college when you leave those places you have these grand ambitions of what you're going to do and if you don't succeed at them you end up settling and some people are okay with that and other people it's a constant battle yes and i think he is a person that you're seeing that constant battle with and i agree yeah he um he seems unable to kind of you know, connect with this group in the same way that he did with, um, I wanted to call him Corey with Finn. <laughs> um, because when Finn comes back, it's the old Mr. Shoe, 110%. Oh, totally. Switch, you know, he's yeah. like, oh, my, like, yeah, he's back. And, and we got the old Will. Exactly. And we should up. also briefly mention here at McKinley, there was kind of another breakup that went down we can say kitty and jake who barely started their relationship um the kitty is as a reminder the mean cheerleader and um jake is obviously puck's brother and new member and he was doomed yeah he was using her to um you know get attention at school and to be in the popular crowd yeah and he really has um, feelings for another Glee member, and so he breaks up yeah. with. I mean, we all knew that that was gonna eventually happen. There was like no chemistry between them, and yeah. not the biggest breakup. I'm, We're like, eh, over it. I'm hoping to see Marley and Jake together, though. They're adorable yes, together. Cute. Yeah. So, um, but we should also mention that Glee is not the only program that we do here at AfterBuzz. Um, with the fall season starting up, it's um, you know. I'm watching 100 different shows. I'm sure you all are, too. And we have something like 50 shows going yeah, on here 50, a week. 55 shows. shows. So if you have another show that you're as obsessed with, you should <laughs> totally check out um, the After Buzz After Show for it. 
because I'm sure there is one. Yes, good chances we're probably covering I know it. we're doing Revenge and Scandal and... And you have your show. Yes, I do. I'm doing uh, Pretty Little Liars and I think Nashville. Oh, Nashville's awesome. Like we did the after show for it last night. Oh, uh, that, that should be a good show. Um, I also do Once Upon a Time and I just wrapped Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Yay! So, yeah. So I do a few shows here too. Cool. Yes, awesome. definitely check out the AfterBuzz fall schedule. And so excited to see all these after shows. It'll be great. Um, but I was also super excited. I think this was my favorite night of uh, Glee performances uh, this season. Ugh, yes. So many good songs. So many good songs. So we'll go ahead and start with um, Barely Breathing. And that was Blaine and Finn. And, yes. And I... I liked this. I I thought that it was interesting to pair. I think it's the first time we've seen uh, Blaine and Finn together, just the two of them. I mm-hmm. I feel like we normally see them in group numbers. It's not just yeah, just the two a boys. Duet. That, that's true. And I you, I didn't really realize that either because yeah, they only sang in groups. I liked it. It was a nice pairing. Yeah, um, and f- definitely something new. And it definitely was nice to, throughout the episode, we saw Blaine singing a lot. And that was something that we haven't really had since he came to New Directions. I felt like he's kind of blended into the background a little more. And so it was nice to have him kind of take a starring role again, for sure. And and in that song, he definitely did have definitely a big starring role. And that's when we find out that... You know, they were, he was poking someone on Facebook. Yeah, because I turned his. to you <laughs> and I go, "Who?" I think it was Eli. Eli, and I was like, "Who's Eli? Why is he poking Eli Who's on this Facebook?" Random Eli. Um, so I, I love that song, and then the, this is a song that I just love Demi Lovato's version of. Um, it's called "Give Give Your Heart a Break," and um, Rachel and Brody do it at the karaoke bar in New York in front of mm-hmm. Finn and Kurt. And uh, the thing I noticed about this number was, was that uh, Rachel and Brody, they were singing together and they were having fun. They That performance reminded me of how Rachel and Finn used to perform yeah. at McKinley. And there was just fire and chemistry between them. And it's the exact same thing here. And I didn't feel like Rachel doesn't perform like that anymore with Finn. She's doing it now with Brody. Yeah, and I think uh, Finn definitely realized that because he yes. knew that there was no place for him there. And, and that's something he was dealing with throughout the episode. Beyond his relationship with Rachel, he just feels lost. And that performance, you kind of saw it written all over his face. It was mm-hmm. just he was watching his girl, the love of his life, kind of be with another guy. And it, and it didn't seem weird. It It felt right in a lot of ways. I thought it was interesting how... Uh, Finn wanted Rachel to sing with Brody. I'm like, no, Finn, you're there. You should be the one who wants to sing with Rachel, not egg her on to sing with someone else. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. I was really surprised by that, actually, because I wanted Finn, and this is something I didn't mention earlier, to fight for Rachel. You ignored her for months, come back and fight for her, and you just didn't see him do that at all. You see him leave. You do the very opposite of fighting. Yeah, and he... Yeah, he does. He gets up and leaves without telling her. And... Sneaks out. Sneaks out, which, which is, is... low. I was just going to say, so cowardly. <laughs> so low. Yeah. Um, and then, this was the song that made me tear up. 
let's let's be honest here. Um, so everyone remembers um, the first episode that Darren Chris was on Glee. He did Teenage Dream, and it made him a star. I think that that song is pretty much responsible Huge. for you know at least getting his name out there. And it was such a great pop rendition of that song. And he comes back also in the karaoke bar and does the most heart-wrenching. Heart-wrenching. So painful. Um, I think they even tagged it as heartbreaking on on the show. Hashtag heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, So difficult to watch. And his eyes just well up. And you you just feel it. I, I feel like he did, I said it earlier, a great job of just his emotions were so written on his face the entire episode. I like the fact that he sang the song again in a different way because yes, it was his first song that he performed in front of Kurt, but I felt like he was singing again to feel like he used to when he first was met Kurt. And it felt like he was trying to sing the song again to convince himself that he's still in love with Kurt. Yeah. I also love the fact that Kurt, I've never felt like Kurt was an oblivious character. And for the last few episodes, he's been pretty oblivious. Very. And that song snapped him back mm-hmm. into, you know, being. What's going on? What's here. going on? And that he's in a relationship and he needs to be there for this guy because. Um, because Blaine was losing it. I mean, that is when you get up and sing a song like that in front of an entire bar. Yeah, you know you are at your emotional end. Yes, totally, completely agree. Yeah, I mean, and that song was unbelievable. I wrote pain-filled, oh my God. (laughs) I know, I was just like, um, I think I said incredibly emotional when I look back at my notes, which is such an understatement. Um, I think I've mentioned it on Glee before. I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. Yes. Love, yes. love, love, love. Can't even tell you when they cover um, her songs on Glee. Um, it's combining two of my favorite things. So uh, tonight they did mine, which is um, off of the Speak Now album. And Great album. Great album. So fun. Love that. And Taylor Swift has a new album coming out. I hope they do more <laughs> from that, too. But I'm sure um, they will. Yeah, exactly. I can't be the only one who loves this. <laughs> but once again, they somehow made me cry. They were just so hard to watch. And yes, this was the performance that I first broke down in watching. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we skipped over the No Doubt Don't Speak Oh, of course we did. I can <laughs> pop back to that. Um, That's okay. Yes. Um, but I, to finish off the Taylor Swift, I just felt like um, it was so intense. Because her, her song is, you know, obviously the lyric, lyrically it's intense, but it, it doesn't feel intense when she sings it. And Santana brought a whole nother level to yeah, it. Yeah, she made it more serious, more real. And because I feel that that song is, well, I don't know, I, I'd like to say a fun, relatable song. Mm-hmm. And then the way Santana made it uh, made it sound like it was just heart-wrenching. And as <laughs> and we just, mentioned, we, we did skip the No Doubt song. And so they did Don't Speak. Um, so we had one, al- one song off of Speak Now. And now we have <laughs> Don't now, Speak. Now don't just kind of realized it as we were talking <laughs> about it. Um love that song. It's a song you've heard a hundred times before, but they brought something 
new to it. It was Finn, Rachel, Curtin Blaine all singing in New York. I thought, yeah, um, I thought it was interesting how they all still fell asleep in the same beds together. I feel like at the end of an argument, you won't, you usually aren't in the same room no. with the next person. Like, you, you find a hotel <laughs> See, or that's something. what I was and then expecting. They were, and they were all still together at the end of the night. Exactly. I, I was thinking, like, we were going to see Finn or Blaine, like, checking into, I hate to be so cliche, but, like, the plaza in New York. I have no idea how they would get the money for that. Yeah. But, you know, just, just have... somewhere else. It's going somewhere else. Exactly. Kind of combining my love of Gossip Girl and Glee <laughs> now. But, you know, that type thing where you're seeing that hotel. Um, and, yeah, them going off. It was interesting that they waited until kind of the next morning to have that aftermath yes um and then let's go to that last <sighs> song i mean coldplay can get you just like by listening to a coldplay record let's be honest yes. you can cry just the scientists can bring you to tears they <sighs> brought it to another level with this one they had it started out with finn i think finn started the song finn. yes and it was everyone who broke up had a potential breakup so we got blaine finn santana rachel emma mr shoe Brittany, and, and kurt, kurt all yeah. singing together and i mean i was curled up in my little chair just like i couldn't <laughs> handle it anymore yeah. um i i think at this point i was like looking down trying to like hold it together i i was just listening to the song i wasn't really watching because i i couldn't handle it yeah, I the what killed me were the flash the flashbacks. flashbacks. So hard to watch and I just I wanted one more episode of Happy Finchel. That's what I felt like <laughs> just when one I, more. just one more. Could we just have one more minute and Yeah, cuz we just saw Finn come back and then the first thing you do is break up. Come on. And I just have to say how difficult it must have been to do those scenes as a real life couple which Obviously, um, Corey Monteith and Leah Michelle are now a actual Real couple. couple. And I was just like, at the end of the night, how do you do that? Do you just like go to a diner and share like a thing of fries? <laughs> like, how do you get over that? Just broke up with you, but we're no, still together. We're still together in real life. So weird. Such an odd parallel. Great acting. They yeah. because since they are together in real life, they both of them have to pull from somewhere. Yeah. They. To get those real raw emotions yeah they brought it in a huge 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 way um but should we go jump in and do some news and gossip yes let's do it awesome After TV news. so we mentioned earlier in the show that we haven't seen puck back this season yet at all which is so strange to have glee without puck we have well we've seen one episode with puck Oh, Which that's is right. Actually, we did. more than we've seen Mercedes, Mike, or Quinn. We haven't seen like any glimpses of them. But we haven't seen his LA life yet. Yes, that's true. Um, but we will be. Um, mm. So, yeah, E News is reporting that um, Mark Stan- Mark was out on the street. Um, in front of Hollywood and Highland area if you're from Los Angeles, Uh, which is a huge tourist spot where there's so many people dressed in various costumes and you can see like (laughs) superheroes and I don't know, you should go check it out if you're in LA. Definitely a tourist spot. Tourist spot, uh, it's where the handprints are. Um, But Mark was out, Mark Salling was out 
filming there and he was in a costume. Um, <laughs> it looks like a little superhero y. It has a giant P on it. Nice. Um, and uh, very fitting. Very for fitting. LA. And so, looks like he may be trying to at least make some extra cash by doing that. It'll be interesting to see. How that plays really? out. There's not enough pools in L.A. that he can't clean. <laughs> I know, exactly. I'm like, you have a successful pool cleaning business. He's definitely um, in the right spot for that. Exactly. And then it was also mentioned in this week's episode that there will be a Grease um, episode. I think it's actually going to be November 8th when Glee comes, Glee back, comes up back after the World Series, which is such a long break for us. But... <laughs> um, so we kind of have a few tidbits on that. Um, Marley is going to be playing Sandy, okay. which is so fun. Santana is going to be Rizzo, um, which will be cool, I think, and different to see. And we also know that Rachel has a performance in there. So it's even though she's yeah. in New York, she'll be back at McKinley to do this, it, it appears. But it that's was- interesting because Santana's in college and she's back in this high school musical. I don't think yeah. that would happen. Are they, are uh, high school alums allowed to come back and perform in musicals? I mean, in the Glee world, sure. sure. Well, if it gets good performances, I'm all for it. Yeah. In reality, of course, that's not right. I don't think that would I mean, happen. I mean, I'm, it is a TV show. Though. I'm all for stretching reality yes. um, when it needs to be, especially when we get more performances from Rachel at McKinley. I think that's a win for everyone. Yes, I agreed. Agreed. So um, I think we can do some predictions for November 8th. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Oh, goodness, where to start? There's so much in this episode. Uh, so many big, big changes that happened in the breakup tonight. Um, I think that one of my predictions, though, has to be that um, we're going to see a lot more of Finn at McKinley. Um, I think Mr. Shu, because he was helping kind of with the Glee Club, and mm-hmm. Shu, Mr. Shu needs to be inspired again. So I could see him kind of coming in in an assistant role and and supporting the Glee Club. Like and an assistant director. Exactly. To to kind of way. Um, and I also think we're going to see um, Kurt struggle at his job without... He, I don't think he realized how supportive Blaine was being of everything that he was doing and I think you're going to see him struggle a bit with his job now. I agree. Um, yes, Kurt's going to have this realization that it, his career might just plummet a little bit at, at his internship. Um, I would like to see Eli. Yeah, this mysterious, this mysterious, mysterious Eli. guy that kind of broke up <laughs> Blaine and Kurt. Um, I think that'd be an interesting story to watch. We also see Blake Jenner from the Glee Project join Glee. So excited because he was here in the studio and oh my goodness. I'm I've only so heard great things about him. So I'm excited for that to happen as well. It's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I'd like to see Eli. I, I want to see Marley and Jake. I think I, that's going to happen. I agree, and I cannot wait for the Grease episode November 8th. So be sure to join us then after the World Series on Fox. Come back to us and check out um, 
us talking about Glee, November, November 8th. 8th. That's so long. It's only a couple weeks, all you Gleeks, and you can tweet at us. I can be found at Stephanie Wenger. And I am at Marissa Movies. That's M-A-R-I-S-A so, Movies. So, yeah, make sure you get our, your Glee fix and tweet at us all your opinions and stuff, and we'll be sure to share them when we're back November 8th. And follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV. Yes. Thanks so much for watching. November 8th. November 8th. Woohoo! From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, Gleeks! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.